Alrighty, so we are going to finish up this week's wrestling, which is from September 7th throughout to the 11th. Um, we're going to talk about um, the furloughs that happened more recently during that week for WWE. We're going to talk about um, Conor McGregor's recent arrest, one of many arrests he's had. And we're also going to speak briefly on CM Punk and his conversation or rather his comments on megastars in the WWE. Now just to be clear for my own personal sake um I don't agree with CM Punk's statements. None of us do. Um Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch are two prime examples of that. Not to mention Charlotte and Bailey. All of these women are megastars and then when you look at the men's roster you've got Randy Orton, you've got um, Drew McIntyre, you've got Keith Lee in the making, you've got so many people, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, Champa, so many people who are in the in the running to be megastars and then you have people like Roman who are already at that pinnacle and they've crossed over into various aspects of pop culture. So CM Punk is beyond wrong and bitter because he himself isn't a megastar. But I'll let you guys be the judgment of that. I've already given my, you know, two cents on CM Punk and his wrongness. So you guys go ahead and listen to the podcast. Listen to what all of us have to say on his comments. And I'll see you guys in there. Well, CM Punk says there are no megastars in any form of wrestling at all. Phil is so fucking bitter. He is bitter. And we've talked about this before, man. And it's just like, it's, I don't know if my split personalities are coming out tonight or what the fuck's going on. But, um, because my voice has changed a lot. But, like, I don't... You want to sit there and complain and bitch that you weren't treated like John Cena. Okay, bitch, well, let me explain this. Let me break this down for you. Everybody left. Stone Cold was gone. Rock was gone. Undertaker was beginning his million-year retirement tour like Kiss. Uh, like, all the big names at this point was, was gone. Edge was, wasn't was Edge, like, gone at this point, too, when they really started pushing Cena hard? Uh, no, he was there, but he retired later on. But he was there. He was one of the people who also got pushed. Right. So um, you, you, but you at this point where everyone seems to focus on Cena. Yeah. Everybody was gone. They either had retired, their bodies were breaking down on them, or they moved on to other projects too. Mm-hmm. Cena was the only one there, and I'm not a big fan of Cena, and I'm pretty sure if Cena could actually really fight in a fist fight. He might. Cena was there. Cena was the one carrying that fucking company. And he, you know, a lot of people, and I have no love for John Cena. I'm very neutral about him, whatever. But I will give that man respect that he carried that fucking company. And this was was at the time, because I wasn't, I was tuning in and out of wrestling, but with SmackDown and Raw still like one show, like there weren't split rosters yet. Or was it? It started. Okay. Around that time. Yeah. I'm getting old. My memory is going. So, Cena basically was the guy. He stood. He stepped up. He did the heavy lifting. He carried that fucking company on his shoulders for ten goddamn years to the point where I'm not surprised his shoulders went out on him. How much he did that. Everybody left. Everybody left. All y'all popping hard for Goldberg. 
Goldberg was gone. Lesnar was gone. Jericho had one foot in, one foot out. He was coming and going. So all these big guys were gone. All it left was Cena. Can come CM Punk. He's your new shiny indie darling. Everybody well, left. I mean, uh, no shade to CM Punk, but he wasn't. He was okay. So during I, that time, you had Edge, you had Randy Orton, you had John Cena. Triple H was in and out at that time. You had guys. Yeah, Kane was still there. From in ring. Yeah, it was real slow. Because him and John Cena had a bout before he left. So it was like CM Punk came in at a time where there were mega stars there. And there were stars still being built. So Jeff Hardy was just starting to get his time to be in champion. You had guys like um, Daniel Bryan who were later on who were starting to get their build real late. And then you had the Divas still there. So it wasn't like, how can I put it? It wasn't like CM Punk came in and was just like the only guy who was a star. Quite frankly, CM Punk was not a mega star. He just, well, that's he, what I was, he just wasn't. That's, that's what I was getting to, because Punk comes in, he's got all these people behind him who's watching D-Wrestling. You know, they they started him in ECW, but then he got to, I mean, he came in and, you know, everyone's like, Punk's going to take over. And Punk didn't like the fact that because Cena, who had been there, and again, I have no love or hate for John Cena. Cena was the one carrying this company for so long. And then Punk wanted to come in and take over, and I get it. Vince wasn't behind him 100%. He wanted Cena. When you're Vince's chosen guy, you're Vince's chosen guy. Unfortunately, that happens. CM Punk did not fit the mold of what, what Vince wanted for his top guy. And you all, we all know that Vince has a thing for a big, meaty-looking dude. And CM look, Punk was the exact opposite of that like most Tinder accounts. But, like, you know, he doesn't... You can edit that out. That was horrible. I'm sorry. Um, again, my brain just not... is in not give a fuck mode right now. Um, we, you know, he wanted to be treated... He wanted to put... This is just from my point of view. He wanted the John Cena money... But he act, but he acted like he wasn't willing to put in the work that Cena has, um, or or he did at that time. Even though you know he was in a lot of storylines, yes, he was WWE champion. But it's like, what are you whining about? You are in a like this is just my side of it. You are whining because you all you you wanted to come to WWE, got here, you got pushed very hard. You became world champion. You're mad because Vince doesn't like you. Get in fucking line, buddy, because there's a long-ass line of people Vince don't like or he doesn't want to push. You became WWE champion a few times, I believe. And because of some stuff that happened with the doctor, well, that came later, but you were upset because you weren't getting paid the same amount that a guy who had been busting his ass for, for what? 10 years at that point to reach that pinnacle to get that money that he get, he's getting paid. And that's any, that's any job. You can't walk in there and think you're going to get paid as the same as the guy who's been there for 15 fucking 20 years 
you know, putting in the work or whatever and earning that. So because you didn't get your way, you're going to go home. And then for the next 15 years, do nothing but piss and bitch and be bitter about your time in WWE and retire from wrestling altogether because it just took away your love of wrestling. Bitch, shut the fuck up. I I can't I can't stand you, Phil. You're just a bitter bitch. You'll never get you're like Jericho. You will never get over WWE. But yet you're acting like that ex who's trying to be like, hey, notice me, I'm doing so much better. But your ex is just like, nope, I got something better. And it's called Roman Reigns. Like that. Oh, okay. So in the in the words of Nicole, let's let's play devil's advocate, okay? In CM Punk's defense, CM Punk was widely popular at the time. It was shortly after he did that pipe bomb that everybody started to take notice to CM Punk, okay? During that time, CM Punk grew immensely popular, especially amongst those really, really diehard fanboys. Um, and in Chicago, he can't, there's no way WWE can go to Chicago and not be booed out of the rafters or chanted down with CM Punk. It just doesn't happen. Which is weird to me because Mustafa Ali is billed from Chicago and they don't give him that same love. Hmm. Well, well, you know, what was that? You know why. I'm just saying. You know why. I'm That's just it. saying. You say, they say they, they ride for, and this is no shade to Don because Don, we, you know we love you, but they say they ride for their own. Mustafa is from Chicago. So where's all that love and, and admiration when Mustafa comes out there? But you give it to a man who pretty much says fuck you to his fans, literally, and to the, to the company that pretty much gave him the platform to be the big star that he is. But I digress. I'll go back to playing devil's advocate. In his defense, WWE were not trying to push him in that way at all. Paul Hayden had to fight tooth and nail to give CM Punk that opportunity. Now, once he got it, of course, he, he did fine. I, I didn't have an issue with CM Punk as a character. I thought he was he was great. <clears throat> Until I realized that it wasn't a character, that that's really who he is. And that was the, the partially scary part. Um... In regards to what he said about megastars, he's wrong. And I'm going to tell you why. Just about everybody, everybody at top tier right now can leave WWE and still be widely known and will be synonymous in pop culture because of what they were capable of doing in WWE right now. So who are the top billing stars in WWE? You got Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks is now... If you haven't known, if you don't know, you should. She's going to be on the second season of The Mandalorian. She's crossed that barrier of being a part of pop culture and outside of WWE celebrity status. So has Charlotte. Charlotte was in, what was that, that TV show Psych when it was still on TV? She played a villain on that. Charlotte's still what? one of those. I don't most... remember that. You don't remember that? No. Really? I gotta ask Daryl about that because he loves Psych. She was on that show. 
she played a villain on the show. And um, Sean and what was the other dude's name? Babe? Did you watch Psych? She was a villain on that show. I don't know if it was a big role or a small role, but she was on it. And it, but it was before they took it off TV. Charlotte obviously is a flair. So she's going to be synonymous with pop culture just based off of her father's. It's going to be like some runoff thing. Same thing goes for Roman. Roman can easily ride into Hollywood right on the back of the car with, um, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and his ex-wife. All he got to do, which I think he already has, I think she manages um, Roman's career and the Usos. I think she manages all of them. Who? Um, the Rock's wife. <clears throat> oh, damn, yeah, probably. Yeah, so she <sighs> that's, that's seamless. They And they will transition well into movies. They've already been, like, the Usos was on Wild and Out. Carmella was on Wildin' Out with R-Truth. People sleep on R-Truth, but R-Truth is widely popular on TikTok and in, on um, Instagram. Like, the term megastar is different than what it was back in the 2000s. The internet, yeah, it was something that you used as a tool to, to find information and stuff. It was nothing like it is now. Your celebrity status is subjective. It depends. Somebody would say somebody like Patrick Starr or Jeffree Starr or Manny MUA, they could be considered celebrities. You have millions of followers. You have a makeup brand that sells millions of dollars worth of merchandise. How does that not qualify you as a celebrity? Good or bad, wrong or indifferent, you're still a celebrity. Roman Reigns. Seth Rollins. The only reason why Seth ain't where Roman at is because he haven't stepped outside the box of wrestling, which I don't think he wants to. I think he. No, that's too good. much for. Him. That's he, he like, he's a behind. See, he's one of he's one of the crossover. He's a behind the scenes. Like he's someone who's gonna have like a company. Yeah. And then you you have to think Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch got to that status last year and stayed there. And she's still going to be there when she decides to come back after she has her baby. She's still one of the top billing superstars. She's still at the pinnacle of being a megastar. So he's wrong because his definition of a megastar is flawed, as is everybody else's. You're basing it off of what? My criteria? It's popularity. If you're going to go by strictly wrestling, you have to have some wrestling skill. But more importantly, your popularity and your crossover ability, your pop culture status. How far can you go outside of WWE? The Rock did not become a megastar just because of WWE. He became a megastar because of his crossover ability. Same thing for Stone Cold Steve Austin. People still say his quotes in Austin 316. They say that shit to this day. That was because of what he was capable of in terms of his crossover ability. That is, that's normal. The reason why CM Punk doesn't cross over is because people don't like him. So how can you, as a person in this field, see what a megastar is, know the criteria, know your ass doesn't fit, but can say nobody else in this company or rather in this community <laughs> isn't a damn megastar. What barometer are you
you gauging it by? Are we gauging it by you? Because if we're gauging it by you, then bitch, you don't even fit. So I can't believe people like CM Punk still has fans. Who like takes him seriously, honestly. Like, oh, you should have seen the comment section <clears throat> on the post that I made. They literally were like, Oh, well, he's not lying. And I'm like, how can y'all of this generation say that? And then uh, you say it with a straight face. Oh, he's right. not lying. He's mm-hmm. telling the truth. Okay. Fine. I just, but he he badmouths his fans. He's horrible to his fans. And then y'all sit here. This is the thing I don't understand about CM Punk fans. And when you say this to them, it seems like their brain like automatically just shuts off because logic has finally hit their tiny little peanut-sized brain. You tell them, okay, you hate WWE so fucking much, but when you they come to Chicago mm. or anywhere, because you, you hear C- you see you hear CM Punk chance everywhere, but Chicago is the main one. You give a company you say you hate your money mm. to go to their show to annoy their fans who at this point don't give two shits about who the fuck you're talking about. They just want to maybe try to enjoy the show. Because I know I've seen stories on Twitter where people try to start seeing punk chants and people are shutting them down real damn quick, like basically telling them to shut the fuck up because whatever. And then you're going to post videos of you at a show of a company that you hate chanting CM Punk. Meanwhile, WWE don't give a shit. You're the dumbasses that just gave them your money. So they don't give a shit. The concessions people don't give a shit because they're just there for a paycheck. You already gave them your money. And your, your glistening little god, CM Punk, don't seem to fucking care about that either. Because he'll tell you to shut the fuck up about something else, and you'll sit there and be obedient. So where in this uh, dick pulling do you get any satisfaction? <laughs> and when you say that to them, their brain shuts down. Because they are just like, well, they're right. And then you see, like, smoke come out of their ears because, like, they just, it, their brain exploded. <laughs> and then they either don't come back to you or, my experience with CM Punk fans, oh, fuck you, you stupid bitch. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, it only took you five minutes to call me a stupid bitch. Is that the best you can come up with, bro? Because I've been a female wrestling fan for 20 fucking years. I've been called worse by people who actually fucking matter. Like, CM Punk fans are fucking weird. Like, no one else. I can't think of one wrestler. Oh, and let's not forget. Let's not forget. When Punk had his little part-time job hosting a WWE show who wasn't even there half the time, y'all were turning into another WWE program just to watch Phil. But then you'll go on Twitter and write a manifesto on Twitter on how much you hate WWE. 
Okay. You, you do you. You do you. I'm I'm just gonna use my uh my time for something else a little bit better because life is short and I ain't doing it pledging allegiance to CM Punk and his stupid ass little wife. So who's just as bad as he is, in my opinion. Well, unless Nicole has something to say. No, it's, he's just trash. He's just a <laughs> fucking he's just trash. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. Um, oh. He's just he's just God fuck Phil. He probably what? has he probably has a small. Oh. And on that note, <sighs> we're gonna bid you guys and you. Phil. Oh, we ain't gonna say allegedly on this because what's he gonna do? Sue us? He, he I don't, doesn't, know. I, don't know. I don't know what your dick looks like, Phil. <laughs> I don't. I don't really. I don't want to know what it looks like. So I'm gonna say I don't know, and and I didn't say that, so I don't care. I right, see. So you know who does it? Chris Evans. Good for him. Yay! Yes, he shared his dick on Twitter today. I, I feel bad. Oh, I feel bad about it. That's why I was like, I'm not retweeting that. I like. I was like, I'll talk about it, but I'm not. <laughs> But it's That's, funny. That That's was a big one. Yeah. I was like, oh. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. Son. I, out of respect for Chris Evans, I'm not going to look. But seriously, the one day I'm that I'm going to look. Just don't look. tweet it, Ernie. Just don't reshare it. You could I, I kind of, out of respect, because I know the dude did it on accident, I don't, I don't want to see it. It's out of respect. I just pretend it was for <laughs> You had to look at it for scientific reasons. Oh, yeah. That what you do? I'll tell the truth. I just looked at it because it was posted and they said it was up there. I was like, oh, this is weird. Let's see. Okay. I'm like, oh. Damn it. Oh, Sorry. We, we, we living like that. I got it. I got to look. So what do you I just type like, in Chris Evans' penis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Go. It's a it's a collage of pictures. Yeah, I'm looking. It's the third good. row. Far right. How do I know that from memory? <laughs> One, two, yeah, that third was row, a nice, right. Because it was a little torpedo. It was a thick torpedo in that picture. You just like, oh. Is that the fourth one down to the left? Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm proud to be. <laughs> <laughs> that, whoa. Damn. Homeboy, you have room in that suit. That's a jerk. <clears throat> well, um, he, de- he deserves that. Now, <laughs> now I know what Captain America's dick looks like. I can die a happy one. <laughs> I feel bad for him because he didn't mean to share it, and it was an accident. And somebody <laughs> screenshotted it and put it everywhere. <laughs> but I'm damn sure gonna look, homie. I'm sorry. I, it I, was I, funny because. I looked because one of someone I follow posted like retweeted and I was like, what is it? What are they? I said, Oh my God. Like I watched it because I watched it because it was from a, I, the screenshot I sent you guys was on the video. And I was like, what? I was like, what is the point of this video? I don't get it. And I was just like looking around. I said, Oh my God. I need to go to church tomorrow. Forgive me father for I have sinned. Oh my God. Y'all need to send me something else. I can't stop looking at it right now. <laughs> that, I know, I stared at it for a very long time. There's a, meme, there's a meme of him talking 
to this um this black girl and it was like Chris Evans kind of switched up his swag a little bit when the black girl came around and kind of dropped the shoulder a little bit and was like, let me get your number though. It was getting her number. And I was like, okay. That girl experienced the thickness. <laughs> okay. And that, that is some unique. That was, I was like, okay, Chris, I see where you at. Don't, don't have that Captain America hair no more. And then, you can have the beard. You can have the beard. I'd be okay with that. I don't like his hair when he's playing. I just, okay, so, wait, hold up. This just causes a whole another question for me. Chris Evans is single. I think so. Who's he sent, do guys just randomly take pictures of their dick? Yeah, and yeah they do. Yes, yes, they do. I, because I'm going <laughs> to tell you, I don't have a problem with getting a good dick. Other than... WWE decided to release some of their furloughs. Now, that included um, Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas's father. Uh, what's the other guy's name? Briscoe? Gerald Briscoe. Uh-huh. Um, and a couple other people were released. And some people were very upset about it. The people that were released, from my understanding, were people who coordinated the live events. So having them on the books in that limbo did WWE no favors in terms of um, their financial status. So it was business to get rid of them off of the books so that it looks like they're still profitable and not paying out this money to people. Mm. if they are not working, then they can't be in, you can't keep them. It is, um, the, the pandemic makes things very difficult for wrestling in that regard. A lot of wrestlers and a lot of production people, they make their money through backstage, um, I mean, through live events. So mm-hmm. when they're not able to do that and they're stuck stationary, that that makes things very difficult. So that is where some of the, most of these cuts are coming from. Some of there are some wrestlers who got cut as well because they were furloughed. But most of the people who were furloughed were live event people and like you know like roadie people, people who were on creative teams, that kind of stuff. So mm. it's Josiah back though for some odd Josiah reason. came back. They, NXT. I, I don't know. I guess they felt like they could, they could bring Josiah back. NXT's got its own books. They're all in this together, true enough. But Josiah's there, and he, he he showed up on NXT, posted on his Instagram that he was there. I did. Um, I think my theory for him is that since CFOs are gone... I think there's, they'll still have him do, like, kind of, like, interview-like shit, but I think they're really going to have him doing, like, music stuff. You say he should, so people can Absolutely keep their should, shit. because, I mean, that's how he got noticed anyways, but I think that's how they kind of were able to explain their reasoning for hiring him back, because they don't, they don't have the music. The only music person they have is What's his nuts? 
mostly on the main roster, not doing nothing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty much it. Like, there wasn't really a lot of shit going down this week. It was pretty quiet. Thank God. Yeah, especially after last week. Oh, my God. Yes, that yeah, that was, that was too much going on. Very, very trying thing. Oh, if you care, Conor McGregor got arrested for sexual assault. What? Isn't he married? Yeah. He's <laughs> alleged, arrested for alleged sexual assault and indecent exposure. He's always been a cockfight, though. He's always been a cockfight. A what? A cockfight. What is that? (laughs) Cockfight is, you know, you're going down on a dude and then you just want to be an asshole, so you bite his cock. Cock Cockfight. What? (laughs) Oh, my God. I've never heard that in my entire life. I've never heard the word cockfight before. No. No. Absolutely not. What the uh, fuck, Alexis? We learn something new every day. We used to say that was in high school, man. Like, I was with, I was friends with, like, cheated on her. And and she's like, what if he's a fucking cockfight? I'm like, what the fuck's a cockfight? And she goes, well, you know, when you're going down on a dude and you just want to be an asshole, you bite his dick. I'm like, okay. And I just ended up using it. I thought everybody, like, I've heard other people say it. So, like, I have never heard that before, but he said it, so I fucking love that. (laughs) But Gregor's always been an asshole. This is nothing new. He's always getting into trouble. He's always doing something stupid. And then he wants to try to come to the... He's always trying to start shit, and then when he tries to come for the WWE guys, like he tried one time to do it, and they all shot his ass down. And I think it was like Roman never like Twitter drama. Roman comes on. He's like, all right, man, you want to talk shit? Why don't you just show up on Monday? We'll see what goes down. Well, if you guys are, I mean, fuck that. If you're going to welcome Conor McGregor in there, then shit. I mean, no welcome him. He was just saying that he'd just fight him. Okay, ladies and gents, that's all we got. We ain't got no more. I gave you guys the real, and then we had a little bit of fun at the end. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Down for the Count, and we have our bonus episode coming up soon, which is our top five. Wait a minute. Wait for it. Wait for it. Top five wrestlers who we think can fight, and top five wrestlers who we think can't fight. That was an interesting episode. Part one, because we want to make sure that we do it again. And the next time that we do it, we're going to have our fourth member, Miss Janae, in there to tell you guys what we think. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Down for the Count. Make sure you guys follow us on social media. Don't forget to send us a message. Interact with us on our social media. If you want to send us a particular topic for us to discuss, we do not mind it at all. In fact, we welcome it. You can always send us a voice message here on Anchor. Send us a message through our social medias. You know 
them. If you don't, it's at D4TC underscore podcast and at down for the count 19. Podcast is on Twitter. 19 is on Twitter. Podcast is on Instagram. Sorry. So, see you guys in the next one. Peace.